Welcome to the Corporate Streets Podcast. And if you carry your Springfield Armory XD40 subcompact and taking your kids to the bus stop, just in case you might have to shoot a clown in the face, well, this might be the podcast for you. <laughs> and this is I Wish a Motherfucking Clown Would Jaren. <laughs> and this is Cognac King TJ. Really? Cognac King? Yeah. yeah. So Cognac King. Are we just gonna pretend like I haven't been calling myself the Cognac Kid for the past two weeks, including last week when I when we debuted uh what was Yo <laughs> Yo, so so check it. You did you you were calling yourself the Cognac Kid and you can still be that. Um I was thinking, you know what? We can be the Cognac Kids, you know, kinda like the Red Cup boys and uh and the drink champs, like okay. we could be the cognac kids, but I didn't talk that over with you yet, and I just want to come out off the off the rip and just call myself the cognac kid. So I had to come up with something different that had a good ring to it, but, and cognac king has a good ring to it. But why does it not? I mean, it does, but like, why the fuck would I still want to be the cognac kid <laughs> when you calling yourself the cognac king? <laughs> I didn't think that much into it, dog. I didn't. I didn't think about that. I'm, I'm just thinking about what I wanted to do. Jeez, okay. Well, no, I mean, I'm, I'm sipping cognac. I could have been the cognac connoisseur, and then out in the streets, they'd have been asking me like really in depth questions. And and when I get it wrong, then I'm a fraud and I'm a fake. So I mean, you could have been the I'll bourbon be the, boy or the champagne child. But I'm not. I'm. I don't drink bourbon or champ. Well, champagne I don't drink chilling. bourbon. I would drink champagne. No, I would drink champagne. But at the moment, I'm drinking cognac so i'll be the well so would you mind if i call myself the cognac kid i mean uh, like nah, if i came out and said yo this is the cognac kid tj you could have been like the whiskey wody i don't i don't know i, I don't drink whiskey though dog. this is this cognac i'm drinking cognac i think they say crown royal is whiskey technically right it's a canadian whiskey it is yeah there you go well, anyway, I'm not, I'm not drinking Crown. <laughs> well, now is not the time to be drinking. You need to be sober right now because apparently there are clowns in these streets. Yeah, and they trying to take your kids, cannot take your kids, taking your wife. They raping everybody. Duh. You got to be what sober. What are they doing? You got to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm in the comfort of my home. And I, like you said, you wish a motherfucker would. I wish a clown would try to break in my house he'll Whoa. have something very are they breaking in what? people's houses or are they just no, grabbing i'm you saying the i'm in the i'm in the comfort of my home oh, okay. right now right i'm not walking the streets not sober if i was walking the streets you're right but since i'm in the comfort of my home i should be safe against all the idiot clowns out there what is that dog like when i first heard about it I was under the impression that it's one little city it's one or two idiots that are dressing up in clown suits hurting people well, it's like half the country, it's like right. 25 states have been threatened by clowns in some form or fashion yeah, see, in the last couple of days. And see, I caught a little piece of it last night, just kind of walking by the TV. I heard somebody on the news and they said they saw a clown, but nobody had no pictures of it. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what is what are they talking about? And then um, I get a call from my kid's school, you know, letting everybody know um, 
something about this clown hoax has been, uh, you know, we received a, a threat from this clown hoax yesterday, and we're going to oh, take it serious. So your school, yeah. your school received it? Yeah, so like, they said okay. they're going to increase uh, police presence and adult activity. I mean, yeah, I don't know. First I, of all, if you about. really wanted to do some shit, why would you go alert them that you're about to do it, right? But you do have to take it seriously, though. And what kind of it, like... You know when something goes down, there's a bunch of copycats that want to do it too. Mm-hmm. But why would you want to portray that you're going to dress up like a clown and kill people? Like, why are so many people latching on to this idiotic hoax, so-called hoax that's actually really hurting people? Why would why? You know, see, my first thought was, I mean, are they talking about juggalos? I don't know what a juggalo is, okay. actually. I remember on on Three Six Mafia album, Insane Clown Posse was on there. They had a song, uh, and it was it was pretty cool. The song was pretty cool, but he said something about him him being a juggalo. I never knew what a juggalo. Wow, was. you you were able that? to recall that one line. Okay, that was pretty good. I do because a yeah. juggalo is a follower of Insane Clown Posse. Ah, and so a juggalo. Okay. They, they they put the face paint on. And once upon a time, they were known as being a very dangerous gang where what? they were supposed to be killing people and stuff. Dude. And the same clown posse, of course, was like, hey, we ain't got nothing to do with that shit. We don't know what's going nah, on. No, they juggalos, though. They juggalos. <laughs> right. And so and so uh, that's what a juggalo is. So I'm wondering if these people that they're talking about are juggalos or are they actually proper clowns with the mm, red hair? I didn't hear any correlation. Yeah. I didn't hear any correlation to Juggalo at all, but when people are videoing these people, you know, these when people, regular people are videoing what they what they've seen these clown sightings, they're white paint faces and they are <coughs> red haired clown looking characters. Okay, so you've seen videos of these people? Yeah, I've seen videos. I've seen one where this lady um, was walking and she. Um, came up on a clown who was just standing there waving, uh, looking like an idiot. Uh, looked kind of dangerous. You know, the whole head tilt to the side. I'm crazy. I got my head tilted. You don't know what I'm about to do. The same thing that, like, uh, Jason used to do on Friday the 13th. So, are, are they, are um, they And they then, really? like, hold on. I saw another one, and then I saw another one where there was a, um, a, a person in a car, and they had this really uh, – funny looking clown face and somebody caught a shot of it and people were afraid and scared because the whole hoax is going around so there are a lot of people that are worried when they see clowns so if they're doing bad things kidnapping kids and stuff why would they dress up as a clown and do it like wouldn't why did the movie it do it why wouldn't they kind of stand up well it they it wasn't like, like when you saw the clown you was about to die and then he just disappeared he was a he was a um, like a, a spirit he was a he wasn't an actual person right so yeah it was a little different there like it didn't kill people and then hop in his nissan versa and drive home <laughs> and stop at steak and shake on the way to get an oreo mint milkshake i mean like <laughs> that's not that's not what it was about but see i'm gonna make a prediction here right here's my prediction I'm okay. thinking. I'm listening. This is close to Halloween. It's October. Yep. And I'm thinking there's going to be a lot of kids. 
there's gonna be some white kids basically because this is something that white kids would do i think they will think it's funny they're gonna dress up like clowns on halloween they will be shot um yes and undoubtedly if they invade we will hear at least my two personal of these stories space. we're gonna hear at least two of these stories of these kids dressing up as clowns look don't dress up like clowns this this is not the halloween for that don't do it yeah it's not the time because if i feel like a clown is invading my personal space i'm gonna be forced to try to uh make myself feel comfortable in any shape form or fashion so if i tell them to back away and stay away from me and my kids and they don't and i feel like my personal space is invaded i'm gonna be forced to try to use some type of force to get them away or some type of method to make me feel safe put it that way Wow. So whether that's walking away faster, and if I feel like I'm being followed, maybe I don't know. I'm just gonna have to make myself feel safe. Wow, way to way to, way to talk legally, <laughs> legally protect yourself because we don't want nobody yeah. coming back and. Uh, no, I'm not threatening to, to kill nobody and hurt nobody. It's not premeditated. It's just that I'm gonna make myself feel safe if they don't follow the commands and they invade my personal space. So I hope no idiots dress up as clowns thinking that it's funny trying to scare They're going to do it, man. I guarantee you, you're going to hear at least two of these stories from this. From I'm this, just saying from, on my, on, in my neighborhood, I hope that it doesn't happen. This Halloween. I don't, stay in, I don't stay in the hood. So in my neighborhood, I don't stay in the hood anymore. In my neighborhood, I would. It's not going to happen in the hood, though. This is going to be in the suburbs. Oh, it could happen. It could happen in the hood. Only thing is that in the hood, they're not gonna go overboard and like go crazy with the white face paint. Right. They're not gonna. They're not. They're not gonna have the whole. They're not gonna have the whole uniform. They might have a mask though. I can see the mask in the hood. People though. in the like, hood the don't, don't think that's funny though. You know, I mean, as long as they run in with a with a group like a little kids, you know, they they good. But, <laughs> but if I see a teenager or a group of teenagers in clown face, yeah. Hey, I'm I'm my. I'm on red alert. You know, flag is up, and I'm ready for them. <laughs> way to talk legally. <laughs> way, to, way to protect yourself on the on the podcast. I mean, I already, I already said I'll shoot a clown in the face. So, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so hey, it is what it is. Yo, and so like these stories, these things are, are these stories are pretty real, man. Like this chick in Reading, Ohio. She said, now, granted, so this is Friday, September 30th, and she's a 45-year-old woman, according to the U.S. magazine. Um, she said she was outside of her house at around 2.30 a.m. I do not know why she was outside at 2.30 a.m. Not saying that she don't have a right, but I don't know what she was doing out there at 45 years old. Uh, when a man in a white mask, a red wig, and striped costume grabbed her by her throat. Oh, and they got this from the New York, New York Post, as they cited. And it says, he said, I should kill you now. The clown reportedly told the victim before adding some students and teachers would wish they were never born at the junior high and senior high school today. <laughs> and then, yeah, I don't, I don't. Yeah. So that's, that's what homie said. So they but he are, choked her. They are snatching up adults. Yeah, they this guy choked this forty five year old woman at two thirty a.m. on September thirtieth. Okay. Hey, don't come over here. That's all I got to say. 
Do not do that stuff around <laughs> me. So I'm still reading. The clown phenom may have made their way to North Carolina. September 4th, two kids in Winston-Salem claim that a person in white overalls, white gloves, red shoes, red hair, red nose tried to get them to come into the woods offering them candy. Ugh. That's terrible. So is this a website that these guys are on? I wonder what it is. I, I'm, I'm curious about what is actually happening here. Is ISIS going to re- um, claim you know, responsibility of this thing? Like, what is... Man, if they would have had some type of, you know, Middle Eastern accent... Um, they don't have to. Or... I guess they don't have to. Yeah, ISIS, I guess ISIS just, to claim everything. That they'll take anybody that's willing to join, right? Or they'll take... Yeah, I mean, like, if the person said, I did this for ISIS, they'd be like, yep, we planned it all along. You know, they wouldn't even... You know, they don't care. ISIS would take credit for everything. Credit whores. Right. They're credit whores. Yeah, that's true. That's wild, too, to take other people's crime credit. <laughs> like, right. I'm the one who committed that crime. I was the mastermind behind the plot of the crazy clowns killing kids. Like, why would you want that credit? Hey, these credit whores, they don't care, man. Even if it's murder, they'll still... If it's mass murder, they'll still <laughs> take the credit for it. I mean, right. you're a credit whore. Like, that murder was all me. I mastermind that murder. There's no limits. <laughs> so people be careful out there if you see a clown be on alert because um clowns are doing very strange and very dangerous things out here now so and if your kid wants to be a clown you got a 16 year old that wants to be a clown slap him across the face and tell him he ain't being no damn clown and shout out to all the real clowns out there who like now it's about to it's gonna be like slow for you for the next six months <laughs> Like I, yeah, I know, work work ain't gonna be good for you. I know uh, y'all thought y'all maybe. was safe, and but damn, they got you. If something you know finally what? came usually, up to where they're killing the clown industry. Like and I and I read that like being a clown is really emotional. It's like an emotional thing that you go through to choose to be a clown because clowns didn't come out of happiness. Uh, from what I read, clowns come from a place of you know not being know okay with yourself and you feel like you got to wear a mask kind of thing and is there's a you just there's, there's some wh- self-hatred why were you that has to do with that why were you reading about being a clown i mean it's like is something, something that, you wanted to do at some point no nah, no nah, it, it was nothing i was searching it just came it came across it just i was reading and it came across saying, my what the face fuck are you, man what are you reading to figure these things out though that's not important I don't. I don't remember. I was just surfing Uh-oh. the net. You were trying like, to like do something different. And it was like clowns. Trying to do something different no, in the net, no. right? <laughs> you like go to church no, like a clown. No, no, I wouldn't be able to do that because my wife is deathly scared of clowns. Oh, so if I walked yeah, in the yeah, bedroom, yeah. okay, with a, with a clown suit on, <laughs> I definitely wouldn't be getting anything that night, bro. <laughs> the only thing I would get is like stabbed in the gut with a steak knife from dinner that we had the night before. Though. Like oh, it would, shit. it wouldn't be good. It wouldn't be good. <laughs> oh my goodness, that so, would be hilarious. I mean, not you getting um, stabbed, but no, no, that wouldn't be. Like you just popping out of the bathroom, and you just got like the white makeup, like you completely died up on like Dog, your face. But then you're like wearing nothing. Scared? Yeah, yeah. She would, she would lose her mind, bro. Seriously, oh, I wouldn't man. even play a joke like that. That'd be taking it too far. So you, that'd be a. So you never far. seen those movies like Killer Clowns and. I think there was like another one that I can't remember all of them, but I remember it was like a killer clown from space or something. You never Dude, seen that movie? Sounds stupid as hell. No, I wouldn't watch that. 
Well, I'm not a movie person anyway, but I'm definitely not watching no dumbass killer clown movie from space. Well, okay? this is this is I'm not doing. See, I, I remember seeing it back when uh, you only had like six channels, like just regular old TV with the antenna. Yep. And it would like come okay. on like channel eleven or something, and so I mean you just watched whatever was on, and I remember seeing it way back then, and I remember it being, it was a little scary, but it was a little campy and corny too. So I mean I could even recognize that as a kid. Um, yeah, I can, the name sounds like it would probably follow the path of corniness. I'm but as a kid, I just all. wanted to see Killer Clowns, like something sounded really cool to me about Killer Clowns. And you know what, and for some reason kids think they like to see scary movies and shit, for some reason. They do, look, <laughs> actually I was watching, um, I just got put on to American Horror Story, right? Okay. And, um, it comes on FX. And, my, and recently I told my mother about Atlanta, the show Atlanta, which is another great show on FX. And yeah. I was like, hey, you got to check out American Horror Story. This season is good. It's got Cuba Gooding Jr. And it's got um, Angela Bassett. And she was like, cool. So we started watching it. Well, she started watching it right then. And then my, my, my two sons, 11 and 4, walked in. Uh, my nephew, who's 10, he walked in. And all of us were sitting there watching American Horror Story, three episodes. Really? And it was it was cool enough for, for the 11 and 4-year-old to watch? Yeah. I mean, they, I was just kind of watching them, and they were just like... Um, and when I mean cool, I mean it was like it was PG enough for them to watch. Yeah, it was like, it's no just, crazy, it's just like, TV. Horror Story sex scenes where like nah, somebody was getting aggressively abused. No S&M was going on for the horror story. Nah, nothing too crazy. I mean, they definitely show like blood and stuff like that. But, I mean, they was cool with it, and they sat through and, and watched three episodes. Nobody got scared and ran off or no crazy stuff like that. I mean, kids oh, okay. do enjoy that stuff. I mean, again, I was his age, probably even younger, when I watched, like, the Killer Clown stuff and stuff. And I, and I watched all the horror movies when I was a kid, man. So, yeah. And plus, this is a TV show, so it's not that crazy. It's not like a rated R thing. Yeah, okay. So. What else is going around in... uh? Whether it's TV, news, internet, what else is going around out here? Well, uh, my man Beanie Mac got knocked out. Ugh. Which is BC B Siegel? Yeah, man. <laughs> the Broad Street bully is just not what he right. used to be. And you know what? You can't call him Bean. I think there was a Beanie Mac. His name is Mac or Beanie Siegel, but there's a Beanie Mac. Um, I think he's reggae music. You can't call him Beanie Mac. Uh, but BC Mac. I just know uh, I just know Jadik his body Siegel, Siegel. his body you know what I mean he called him uh, and said he said hey too many Beanie Max <laughs> oh, okay and that song gotcha. uh-huh, with DMX right right for Kiss the Game Goodbye yep yeah, <laughs> I remember that there was mixtapes that were much more uh, brutal uh, when he was dissing uh, BC but BC he, he came back mixtape style and yeah. he, he said some some good things about Jada Kiss. We're talking about rap. We're talking about rappers here, people. So yeah, we're but, talking about uh, rap rap beefs. We're Beanie talking about Siegel, rap beefs. I think the actual Beanie Siegel was like a some type of mafia guy. Like there's a uh, mafia guy named Beanie Siegel. I'm yeah, I think sure he was a mafia guy. So, yeah, you know that's how. Th- that's what that's what that's what a lot of rappers do. They yeah. find the coolest, yep. uh, unused, untapped uh, mafia name, and they snatch one of those and they use it as their rap name. Yep. Rick. Because you can't use nobody else's. So, let's see. Scarface was taken. Uh, Rick Ross is taken. Well, it wasn't Ross, taken. Well, he wasn't, yeah, he he wasn't, wasn't a mafia guy. He wasn't out yet. And 
Yeah, yeah. Scarface wasn't a mafia guy either, but a bunch of Italian. Well, mafia I don't mean names. they were. Okay, gangsters. Gangsters, got it. Yeah, yeah, it's true. So rappers usually choose. Well, there was a period where rappers chose gangster names. Now uh, rappers kind of use their own names, which is pretty cool, I guess. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what? Why did? Why did? Why did Beanie Siegel get knocked out? Beanie Siegel got um, knocked out. Well, it, it started with. Well, like everything nowadays, it starts with Meek Mill. Right. Or no, no, it it started with well, it starts with Meek Mill, but it starts started with social media, and it are we talking about the root or how the world found out about the start? The world found out about it because this rapper named the Game, he uh, went on Instagram, started ranting hey man, you about don't think our people know who the Game is. Like our, our, our listeners, our listeners don't. Like you just maybe they do, maybe they don't. Man. You went you went as far as saying Beanie Siegel was a mafia guy and you went that far. Anyway, check it. The rapper <laughs> named the game. Went on Instagram, started ranting, and um yeah, this is corporate streets, dog. We we touch all people. JCI. We wanna make sure they understand where we at. And uh and the game went went in on uh this guy named Sean Kingston and Meek Mill saying that they snitched on him. And we had an episode about snitching. Right. Um, and we talked about what snitching is and what it isn't. One thing we didn't cover about snitching, though, is that uh, one thing that I didn't cover and I should have covered, that if there is no heat to a situation and you bring heat to a situation, you are snitching. So something happens and police have no idea where the trail is and you put people onto their trail and you make a hot situation when there was no situation, you've just snitched. So in this case, the game they were at a at a party or something, and the game at a club. Yeah, and they told they told, and the game told Meek Mill. He's like, "Hey man, uh, you gotta be careful out here because these guys have been running up, snatching uh, chains and stuff." And he was like, "Oh, okay, thanks, game." And so later that night, and so Meek Mill actually left early. He was like, "You better, yep. because the game told him leave early because they're gonna get you at the at the end of the night." Well, they ended up getting. Sean Kingston, right? Which is like a pop reggae guy, right? And so, I guess Sean Kingston called Meek Mill like, "Hey, guess what, man? So my chain got stolen." <laughs> and, <laughs> and Meek Mill said, "Well, Game just told me that my chain might get stolen. He told me to leave." And so, I guess that was a form of dry snitching in a way. Was he even dry? Uh... I don't know. That's that's if Meek Mill even said that, because supposedly Game said that he got on the phone with Sean Kingston yeah. and Meek Mill, yeah. supposedly. And they confirmed and he, it or whatever, something like that. Yeah. So they, they were all three on the phone, and Game was like, all right, what's this about? And Sean Kingston said, Meek Mill told me this. Meek Mill said, man, I ain't told you nothing. Keep my name out your mouth. I ain't told you nothing. <laughs> and Sean Kingston and Meek Mill goes back and forth arguing about who said what. McMill says he didn't say anything, so Game said, "You know what? I ain't messing with neither one of y'all." It's just, it's just funny to be to imagine like all three of these guys on a conference call, like on the iPhone. <laughs> That's just funny. Man, I ain't said nothing. Keep my name out your mouth, Jaren. Like, I ain't, t- like, I ain't said. Like I ain't told the game you nothing. Is talking to Sean Kingston, and Sean Kingston's like, "Hold up, Game. Let me, let me, let me uh, put Meek on the phone." And he. <laughs> And he puts the game on hold. It calls Big Bill. That's just that's just something funny about that. There's something there. <laughs> They're regular people, dog. They're regular people too. And he's like, uh, "Must be to uh, Meek, please." 
Yeah, you're like, yeah, this this me, this me. All right, hey Meek, let me um hold on. I got game on the other end, uh, man. I was just telling him about this uh, chain snatcher. Yeah, thing. yeah. Let, let me click you let in. Me click you let in, me click bro. You in. <laughs> <laughs> let me, yeah, let me kick. Let me click in the young bull. Young bull. Right, the young bull. <laughs> young bull. And um, I love the way. So they anyway, that, by the way. Young bull. Yeah, it's pretty dope. I, I got a, I got a homie, my best, one of my best friends from Philly. So I've been hearing that for about, I don't know, a lot of years now. Right. Since since two thousand one, I was introduced. I was introduced to the young bulls, though. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so anyway, what ended up happening was, uh, game said police came knocking at his door, asking him about a situation that he says that he had nothing to do with. So now he's pissed because. He was implied in something that he had nothing to do with, and so he went on his on his inst- on his social media dissing spree, dissing Sean Kingston and Meek Mill. He came out with a song that was a light jab to Meek Mill. Meek Mill took that bait, came out with a song. Ooh, um, yeah, ooh, and uh, his song was all right. That was a mistake. He brought out he brought out his what was a mistake? Just that retaliation. That was a mistake. Oh, yeah, he took the bait, right? Yeah. He took the bait because uh, he, he just came off the Drake beef, and he got clowned because it took him four, five, six days to come back from the Drake beef and make his own song. So he came, like, quick. He said, all right, you diss me, I'm going to diss you. And he got his boy O'Malley. He came Ooh. prematurely, if you will. <laughs> okay, all right, I'll take that. Bam, <laughs> so that is the O'Malley. joke of the day right there. <laughs> Prematurely, got it. He boom. Came prematurely. <laughs> How old are you? Hey, there's nothing too low. That for sounds me. like that there's, sounds there's like nothing too low for me. Duh, that sounds like sixth grade reproduction class, where it was like, oh, he's here, but he came prematurely. Ha ha ha! Hey. <laughs> I gotta do my thing. So anyway, man. yeah, you got it. You got it. I'm gonna let you live. So um. So Meek Mill and his homeboy O'Malley, and he even brought in the retired Beanie Siegel, the uh, the, the one of the rap legends out here. Brought him out of retirement. And even got him on a even got him on a couple bars, and they dissed the game. And so then a day later, if it was even a day, the game took the same beat that Meek Mill used, and rapped and dissed Meek Mill and everybody that was on that track, and it was very very mean. <laughs> It was so dope. It was super dope. It was very lyrical, and uh, it was very funny, and it was good. He definitely bested Meek Mill on the diss track. Hmm. So. And, and the funny thing about it, this is a little power cast-ish. Law number two, never put too much trust into your friends. Learn how to use enemies. Yep. And I feel like the game might be putting this, um, this law of power into play. Now, okay. I, know, I know this isn't the power cast, but, yep. I mean, it's kind of just jumping out at me. So, I mean, he, he, I guess they were friends. I mean, they was all on three-way. He was looking out for Meek, and, I mean, he just kind of took advantage of this this little situation mm-hmm. where he turned his friend. Because at the end, Robert Greene said, I know this isn't a power cast, but I got to say it. Robert Greene said, if you don't have enemies... Make them. Make some. Mm-hmm. And this is what the game did. I mean, the game got done that's, like this before, so why not do it to somebody? Right. That, but that's if game made the enemy, arguably, 
the enemy was made when somebody snitched on him. Supposedly. I don't know. Allegedly. So, anyway, beef is going along. Um, and it just gets crazy because Beanie Siegel came out of, you know, came and said a couple bars on Meek Mill's song. And a couple of days later, you find out that Beanie Siegel gets knocked out by somebody in Meek Mill's camp, which is like, that don't make sense. That don't make sense at all. So, wow, rap beef is and getting so, real again. Yeah, the, reason, you know what? the reason for that was because the this Beanie Siegel apparently had uh, exchanged words with game and uh his manager whack 100 and basically he was just like hey man i didn't have nothing to do with this i didn't i didn't know what was going on i just i was just kind of so beanie siegel saying this so now and so basically they were thinking like beanie siegel was playing both sides yeah and beanie siegel then also said you know some stuff about uh he he wrote wrote some lyrics and so yeah. you know that's the most disrespectful thing you can say in the rap industry. It's no no longer is it saying that you gay or you soft or that. Well, you, that's pretty bad too in the rap industry. But the you worst thing nowadays, the worst thing nowadays is being uh, accused of not writing your own lyrics. Yeah, that's a pretty that's a pretty big deal. So anyway, thought that that was an interesting uh, back and forth, and uh, I guess we're sitting back. Luckily, a lot of the talk has been about fist fighting and not a lot of gun talk. So, I um, um, hope that nobody gets uh, there was hurt to a where they little, can't recover. There was a little, uh, little gun gun talk a little bit. Somebody from Meek Mill's camp was on the on the on the gram showing Uzis and stuff, and you know, Whack One Hundred and and Game. They were on the Breakfast Club saying, "Hey, that's got to stop." <laughs> they told him. They told him, "Like it's going to get serious if y'all start talking that stuff." All right. Yeah. Oh, because that's one thing. Game said he wanted to fist fight. Right. He wanted to. He wanted to fist fight Meek Mill. He wanted to catch a right. fade. He wanted to get his fade, and that was it. And then when the camp, when the other camp start talking about showing Uzis and stuff, then obviously you gotta feel. You gotta make it known that hey, once you cross a line, this is what you turn it into. Please don't turn it into that. Because if you do, then we can't. We can't turn it back. So. So the thing is, this definitely seems a lot more um, tense to me than the Meek. Especially than, than the Drake one. Yeah, right? yeah. A lot more tense than Meek versus Drake. Because now yeah. you got these are street guys. Supposedly two street guys. Right, yep. versus the street guy versus the singing guy. So right. this definitely seems a lot more tense. <laughs> I think they said Russell Simmons tried to jump in and say something. Wack 100 again. Wack 100 is the game's manager. Wack 100 is famous for knocking out this. Uh, what is he? I don't know what stitches is. He I knocked out a rapper. Man. He knocked out a man with tattoos on his face, and so that's what Wack 100 is. The it game, was like a one hit. It was like a one hitter quitter yeah, too. It was. Yeah. It was super mean. So Russell and, uh, Simmons actually, tried to jump in. Actually, hold on. Wack 100 is known way before that. He's. Um, He's very well known in California as a guy that you don't want to mess with. And then he goes and knocks out this guy on camera. You mean Balaborn? Balafornia. Um, he from Bompton. Um, if Boom. you say so. I don't I don't I don't know that speak. I, I have I have a couple dialects in the can. Um you mean in the Bompton band. and and back being boo. I don't know those. Yeah. Which is kicking back being cool but we substituted the c's so, and k's for b's because uh that's what 
gang members do. So, Go for it. So <laughs> Russell Simmons, <laughs> Russell Simmons tried to jump in playing Minister Farrakhan. Whack 100 wasn't having it. And he's saying, nah, this is like, get, sit back, sit back, old man. This is between two men. Yeah. Mind your business. Mind your business. So this ain't about the end over an old peace talk. They talking about they want to fight. I want to see it happen personally, but we know it's never happened. Well, um, if it does How happen, tall is Meek Mill? How big is Meek Mill? He said something about being 170 pounds. Okay, so how tall would you say that man is? He looks tall, but from my understanding, he's not that big. So would, would you just give him 5'10"? He he's dwarfs, six, he dwarfs he? Nicki Minaj. I thought he's okay. about six feet. Well, let's, give him, let's be generous and give him six feet. Yep. Six feet, All 170 right. pounds. Got it. Actually, the game is about... The game is about 6'5", 230, 240. Right. And for mm. understanding, he got some, he got some MMA training, too. Oh, really? I didn't know that. That's what they say. Why not? I mean, he he's a rapper. You know, if all you do is spit hot bars and you're pretty good at it, you don't have to spit, spend much time in the booth. Why not use some of your free time to learn how to train uh, for mixed how martial fight. arts? I mean, just how to protect yourself. Yeah, because you yep. out here not a bad idea. You out here trying to fight people holding your right. holding your camera phone. I mean, you got to be nice with <laughs> right. your hands. You can't you can't leave nothing to chance. Cause you don't want to get knocked out on your own. By the way, game has done that. He's fought somebody <laughs> holding a camera phone. <laughs> He's beat somebody up. A well known gang member. He's beat him up holding a camera phone. That is that's that's pretty strong. Right. That's pretty so tough. So according to my girl Google. I told you Meek dwarfs Nicki Minaj, right? So Nicki yep. Minaj is supposed to be five foot two. Meek Mill is supposed to be six okay. foot three. He's six three? Yeah. Alright, so that's fair. That's well, other than like the weight distribution difference. Man, come on. Like, I mean we're talking maybe fifty pounds. And we're talking about a street fight. And the game is supposed to be six four. Six four? And he's uh seven years his elder. And he, mm. he has a reach advantage of two. That's inches. seven years, man. Those 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 elbows start clicking and cracking. Yeah, man. Those joints. But when he, when he bends down, his knees start. But cracking. when does it turn know, to that super grown man strength, though? Like, don't you know? Like, you can't go and just run up on a mm. any old 50, 50 year old I man. I think it's forty. I think it's forty. I think it starts at forty or something. Because that I don't know. I haven't reached it yet. I haven't reached the super grown man strength yet. Right. <laughs> Obviously, I have the strength over my son right now, and I call it grown man strength because eventually it's going to turn to that. But no, you get a, you get another little final boost of, of strength before you start declining, for real. If anybody knows when that boost kicks in, email <laughs> us and let us know. Um, I don't know because I got a few years before the 40 hits. I think it's after 40. Maybe 45, you get that, that, that final boost of grown man strength where right. no body younger than you is gonna uh beat you in an arm wrestling right, competition right. well nobody in your family younger than you unless you like you have some crazy basketball or uh some weightlifting champ or something if you got somebody super athletic maybe they will but just regular teenagers regular you know younger 30 year olds they're not gonna beat you once you reach a certain age right. And I think it's 45. Right. I think that's it okay. when you get the grown okay. man strength. We might have to do a research on that. I might, that might have to be my next my next uh, research project. I did the uh, the, the uh, side chick research recently. I might have to do the grown man strength research next. Right. 
<laughs> but look, they're the same size, man. For all intents and purposes, these guys are the same height. This is they're the same size. They should fight. Yes, six three, six four. Yeah, they they could do that. That's a fair fight. Just because Meek I was scared that he was gonna skip I was scared that Meek was like five ten and Game was like six five, and that's not that's not even like pick on somebody on size, bro. Yeah, but not the case. Yep, not the case this time. So do you think so check it'll it. have to be just like a fight in the club or something, or do you think they can actually I don't think it's gonna be a big production. I don't think it's gonna be a big production. Um do you think but it's gonna be fight? unfortunate. It's gonna be unfortunate if the game just happens to catch this man like coming out of Vegas and he didn't think it was gonna, you know, he didn't wake up knowing he was gonna have to fight and he's put in a position where he doesn't have many choices and he doesn't have much time. And it's gonna he's gonna be standing in front of this man. He's gonna have, and to, he's catch gonna him. have to do it. He's gonna have to catch him at a house party or something. No, I'm saying like, I mean, as a star, mm-hmm. you tell people where you are so people so you can promote, right? right you, you, and it's gonna be really unfortunate if you're walking out of that venue and you happen to cross paths with this person that that says he wants to fight you. And now, like when you woke up, you didn't think you had to fight. You know, it's different. When, like, you're in school and person say, I'm going to beat you up tomorrow, you can get prepared. You can right. practice all your moves. You can go online and look up, you know, little little tricks and little arm bars and shit. But when you don't have time to do that, when you just cross paths with a person, it just, you got to go right then. It's all live at that point. It's um, going to be unfortunate you just if the, you cross paths with he him. Should just be stay, stay, he should be staying prepared at this point. But, um, you know what, Here, here's a funny little uh, a fun fact. So, Drake had said something about um, trigger fingers becoming Twitter fingers. Yep. Meek Mill hasn't tweeted shit since. So, that line apparently got to him somehow. (laughs) (laughs) He shut it down. And then then the game was saying how... how, um, They started putting these little mouse uh, emojis and, and video game controller emojis in uh, Meek Mill's Instagram. Meek Mill uh-huh. shut down the comments. <laughs> no more commenting on Meek Mill's shit. So we know he's been an emotional guy, man, and this is just really getting to him. Everything. He just needs to just take a year off like Dave Chappelle and come back fresh. Um, maybe that'll work, but when he comes back, people are gonna remind him why he quit, and it's gonna be back to the same old shenanigans. Not if he come back with them bars, he gotta come back with some fire. Like uh, Kanye oh, West so, left. So, Kanye West left and yeah. came back with um, dark, twisted fantasy or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. All right, so <laughs> you gotta leave. Other news. You gotta get out of the country. Man, he's a felon. Man. Or not, he ain't a felon, but man, he 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 knows what he needs to do. Man, he survived these beasts. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. If, I think this might be the nail in the coffin for him. I think he's about to be finished, man. I hope not. I hope not, because he was making a good showing. Well, he needs. But it, I think he needs to be done. He he knocked out Beanie Siegel. Well, he didn't knock him out. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't out. knock him out. But somebody close to him did. It was disrespectful. That should never happen. Not to the Broad Street bully. Right. That's another conversation. And he's missing a lung. I mean, come on, man. Come on, man. Show some respect, man. So, 
Did you say he's missing a lung? Yeah. He got shot okay. and he's missing a lung. Dude is so all skinny it. and shit. He can't talk no more. And you knocking him out <laughs> and putting it on World Star. What's wrong with you, man? I think he, I think he lost 100 pounds, too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. Show some respect to this guy. All right, I'm done. Rest in peace to Meek Mill's career. He's finished out here. All right. All right. You calling it early. I think you calling it a little early, but it's cool. In other news, dog, have you ever had a situation where uh, you had bad customer service? Have you ever had that happen? Bad customer service. I mean, you was pissed how terrible the customer service was. Of course. Of okay. course. Okay. How do you handle it? As a matter of fact, do you have an example of bad customer service and how you handle it? It depends. Um, it really I think depends. last week we touched on food. Right. We touched on food last week. If you have a problem with the people that made your food or the person that brought you your food and you want to take it to the next level and go off on people, do not eat there. Don't eat. Right. Right. Go get your money back. Yeah. But if you handle it more civilized and you're able to talk to them and you guys have good communication, good dialogue, you can still eat there. Okay. If you're going to be politically correct yeah. and civil. So, so actually, I, I did recently, um, just yesterday, had a uh, a food customer service issue. Talk about it then. What's what's what happened? And so, um, I was at the mall with my son JJ. Uh, shout out, to, shout out to him. He got uh, two and a half tackles, one for a loss today, in a thirty-three. Shout out to victory. JJ. Two and a half tackles is dope. Beasting. Um. So we're at the mall. We went kind of early, and like the mall probably just opened, and he wanted to go to Sabaro. Sabaro the okay. pizza place. He, he wanted some. He wanted some pizza. Yeah, he wanted some pizza, and we went kind of early before. And I remember the last time we went because he wants the stromboli, and I and I remember the last time we went. That's like one of the last things that they make. Like they get the pizzas ready, then they come back and do the stromboli. So I'm telling them, okay. I'm like, hey, man, it might not have it because they probably just opened. So we get over there and I walk up and I see the lady still dressing pizzas and I can see that she has the things rolled out for the stromboli off to the side. And I didn't say anything. I'm thinking to myself because he saw that it wasn't none out. He was like, oh, they don't even got them. And I'm like, well, you can ask her. Maybe she got some in the oven. You know, maybe they going to be out in a couple of minutes. Yep. <clears throat> but I could see she had like four of them sitting off to the side ready to, you know, start doing those. Yep. So I told him, you go ahead and ask her. And so he asked the lady, you know, do they have any stromboli? And, well, first of all, it took her forever to come over to us. She had like okay. her little um, head, her head falling in in one ear. And he said, excuse me. And then when she turned, I could see she didn't even have it in the other ear. So she just ignored him at first. And just decided she was going to finish doing whatever the fuck she was doing. Mm, just like that, huh? And so she finally comes over. What, uh, you know, how may I help you? And he's like, do you have any stromboli? And she goes, what you see here is all I got. And wow. he was like. Uh, that was that was very, very customer oriented. That was nice to say to a kid. Right. Fucking idiot. And he goes, never mind. And he just starts walking off. <laughs> and so I follow him off. 
And I say, do you want to wait? He was like, nah, I don't even want to wait. And I was like, why? And he goes, because she didn't even have to say it like that. You know, I knew. Oh. And I knew why she, I knew why he was mad. I just wanted him to understand, you know, what it, you know, kind of what it felt like to get bad customer service. You know, I wanted him to explain what he just experienced. And I'm like, yeah, man, that's called bad customer service. I said, do you want to call the, the um her her company you want to call in and complain he was like no nah, i hope she loses her job <laughs> and you know what chances are she will be losing her job soon because that mall is pretty much a ghost town and it's only like three food places in that uh food court and sabaro's been on their way out anyway like period right. just all over the country I'm surprised this one is even still open. They must have some kind of lease situation or something. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, she probably will be losing her job pretty soon. So, so yeah. Dang. Uh, this, this is... Fate sealed. Shout out to JJ for telling them off and not even eating their food. He's, even at 11, he knows what the deal is. Yeah. Now, I could have went off and went, went back and kind of said something to her, but... I just let him handle his own situation, and he he put that red on her. He did. He put his <laughs> he put his little fingers out like Seely, and said, ain't, right. "Ain't nothing ever gonna come good to you until you do right by me." <laughs> right till you do right by me. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, she, shout out to the color purple. Yeah, you ain't seen it. She, you need to so see it. yeah, she's done. Man. She's finished. She's gonna be doing pizzas and strombolis for the rest of her life. Or, or I don't know what she's gonna. Maybe she's not gonna be like he said. She hopes she get fired. It's coming. Yeah, it's gonna happen now. It's definitely you know, coming. I mean, I mean, of course he don't know what's happening with the mall. Well, he he has an idea, but he doesn't know like what he just said is actually gonna happen with her. Right. So. So yeah, that That's, was my. That is hilarious. That was my latest customer service run in. I had a I had a shitty tech tech support situation. Long story short, ended up on tech support for six hours. Duh, came out six, with my, no way. Six, came Wait, out. Time out. Time out. Time out. Tech support on what for six hours, bro? Um, I had a a network drive. Is it a computer? A thing? network drive on my computer that would not stay connected. I had to remap the 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 drive every time i logged dog six hours and they couldn't get that shit the straight? first three hours they was working on a network drive they fixed it and then i came back to start looking at some other stuff my desktop was all jacked up my picture was gone off the desktop um a whole bunch of my shortcuts was gone i was like ah, i can deal with that then i started noticing some other stuff was gone so after three hours they messed up the computer even worse than it was before created all kinds of other problems spent another three hours trying to get that fixed until they just kind of left me hanging like hey we did all we could um we're just gonna go ahead and close this ticket (laughs) it took six hours of my day to get to that point so um yeah customer service sucks sometimes duh it does man and if you work in a customer service if you work in the industry where you have to service customers yo do your best to make sure that they're happy because i mean it's absurd you, you got to realize that they're the ones bringing you business, man. So I had a bad customer service situation. Part of it was partially my fault. And I, I'll take the hit on that. Uh, but at the end of the day, 
your job is to make the customer happy. So I have a credit card and you get rewards on this credit card. And the rewards are actually really, really good. Um, And what ended up happening was when you go to get, when you go to um, exchange your rewards for cash, they send you a gift card for $25. So I got this gift card that's considered a cash card, a $25 cash card. Now, I mean, it's coming from a bank. This credit card is from one of my banks. And it's coming from a bank. So I don't go and just go spend my gift card right when I get it. And I have a problem. I I know I have a problem. When I get something, I don't want to use it because I don't want to use it that fast and feel like, man, I could have used that later. So I kind of save it a little bit. So the the gift card has an expiration date. It was treated like it's a credit card. It has an expiration date. And apparently I got it two years ago. So my expiration date was for September of 2016. So to me, it's valid through September 30th. So in September, I go to activate it. And when I activated it, it says, okay, your card is activated. I go to use it, mm-hmm. and it gets declined. And I was like, all right, don't worry about it. So I paid for whatever I was buying, and I called the credit card company, and I'm like, yo, uh, my car was declined. I don't understand why. It's supposed to be a $25 gift card. I haven't used it. Can you tell me where it was used at for it to tell me I have zero funds? And what they explained to me was, well, after 12 months, they begin to charge you $2.50 yep. each month after. Right. <laughs> and I said, okay, well, where was I going to find that out at? Like, when, when was I going to learn that? And she said, oh, it's on the back of your card. So I read the back of the card, and it does say it. And I said, okay. So you're right. It is on the back of the card. Ma'am, I've had an account at this place since 2002. I've had this credit card since like 2007. Is there anything you can do? I, I haven't used the money. I'm not asking for more money. But what I'm asking for is, this was an honest mistake. I didn't realize that, you know, that this thing had it was going to get charged me maintenance fees, $2.50 a month. I had no idea. Is there anything you can do to help me? She said, nope, nothing I can do. I said, okay, ma'am. Well, it was a, it's, it's in a format of a credit card. It has an expiration date on it. All I did was read the expiration date. I had no reason to look at the back of the card. They told me it was a gift card. Gift cards don't normally expire. You normally don't get charged for these things. You said you wanted me to have it as a reward for me using your card. Is there anything that you can do to help me? Said, no, there's nothing I can do. I said, all right, I want to talk to the supervisor. And, and, okay, so I went, and it's just $25. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. It's just $25. As much as I pay them, whether it's in... Well, I really don't pay them that much interest, but I am using their card. Right. You know what I'm saying? I, I do give them business. I do use their bank account. So I actually speak to a supervisor. So I'm like, Miss Supervisor later. I basically explain my whole story again. And I said, ma'am, is there anything you can do? It's not like I am do this all the time. I had no idea that this is what the situation was. Is there anything you can do to help? And all she said was, well, sir, it says it on the back of your card. Wow. So... There's nothing I can do. Wow. I said, you know what? You're right. Send me to the department so I can cancel this car right now because I feel like it's underhanded. I feel like it's, 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 it's cheap. 
And I feel like you guys tout how much gift cards that you give out, but you don't explain all the detail of the gift card. You're telling me I should have read my terms and conditions. Who the hell does that? You know what? Send me to the department where I can cancel my card. Okay. So they said, all right, well, you have to call this other number. I said, well, give me the number. I'm ready to call. So I went to call that number, get the lady on the phone. I'm like, ma'am, I'm ready to cancel my car. Yep. She's like, why? Yep. So I told him the whole situation, and she said, so hold on, hold on. Before you about to say what you're going to say, I'm about to give everybody a top tip here. You don't go to a cancellation department. The department, I don't even think there's a such thing as a, a cancellation department in these, in these businesses. They have a retention department. Okay, and that's, exactly. And that's all there is, is a retention department. And so, go ahead. Yeah, so I'm talking to the lady, and I'm like, ma'am, look, I'm ready to cancel my card. I had the situation happen. I explained it in the whole situation. I've been accustomed with you guys for this long, and I feel like, and that's exactly where I went. I feel like there's no customer loyalty. All it is is $25, and you mean to tell me that you can't help me with that? So basically what they explain is that their gift cards are given by Visa, and they're managed by Visa. So Visa wasn't happy to help me with any of that. And so I'm asking a lady. Well, I didn't even ask her for anything. I'm ready to cancel my car. Yep. By the way, I'm stunting. I'm stunting, by the way. I really don't want to cancel this car because it's the best rewards card that I have. Right. Dog, they give me 5% on my cell phone bill every month. Okay. Which is super dope because I have five lines on my phone. So getting 5% back on that as a reward is super dope. Right. So I don't know any other reward card doing that. So I was, I was actually bluffing a bit. But, you know, I got to go through with it. So I told her, look, I'm ready to cancel. She's like, well, before you cancel, you have to redeem the reward you have. And I had some rewards on there already. So they, so I told them, all right, fine, transfer me that money, and then I want to cancel. She's like, well, you can't cancel today. You have to wait till rewards go through, and then you can cancel. I was like, that don't even make sense. I don't feel like you know your process. It doesn't make – that don't even sound right. I should be able to cancel whenever I feel like it. So um, – she said, well, I have to send you to the rewards department. I was like, fine, I'll talk to them. So then I got to the rewards department. And I'm telling the lady my story. And I tell her that I feel like that it's underhanded, it's cheap. Nobody explained that information to me. Yes, it was on my card, but I had no reason to look at the back of my card. Where's the, country, where's the customer loyalty? Where's the customer retention? And she says, you know what, sir? I'm sorry that this happened to you. I'll give you another $25 gift card. Exactly. And I right? knew that's the way this will end. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I'll give you another $25 gift card. And from the get-go, I'm going to be just like flat out honest. That's my whole reason for calling because I wanted another $25 gift card. Because I wanted another shot at it. Now that I know the rule, I will use the gift card as soon as I get it. And I will make sure it doesn't happen. By the way, I had another $25 gift card, $25 gift card that was sitting and waiting that I was going to use You know, when I felt like using it. But I wouldn't use it this weekend because I didn't want to get into that situation where it was gonna, that's, you know, start to that's, that's, two fifty. That's kind of funny the way life happens. I know this is this is just a little sidebar, but like to me, I've known about this type of situation probably for like ten years. You know, there's like the whole like your card starts losing points or like the money starts getting taken off your card after so long. Yep. Like I learned that somewhere about 10 years ago and not saying like you should have known but it's just kind of funny to me the way you know some things you know some people just know 
and then you might miss it. You know, it might be common sense to other somebody somebody else, but you just never have ran into it before. The you know? other gift cards like Target, if you have a gift card, you got that gift card for life until Target goes out of business. As long as you use that gift card before it goes out of business, there is no expiration date and they're not taking any money off. Yeah. So in department stores and such, that doesn't happen. But when you get cards that have a Visa logo... Maybe that's what it was for my situation. That's when you have the potential for that happening. I've seen that with like an American Express card. Uh, somebody gave us an American Express gift card. Gave our family that for like Christmas or something. And uh, and I read, I read... I actually read that one. I don't know why. Because it came in like this fancy packaging. And so I started reading the packaging because it was all fancy and colorful. It was like a metallic gold, so I started reading it because it caught my attention. And that's where I read that at. I didn't put that together for my Visa card because they said it's a reward card. Here's your gift of $25. Here's your expiration date. So I just assumed that as long as I use it before that expiration date, I should be good. See, I assume I assume all cards expire regardless of what it says. Like if I got a gas card or whatever, I just assume all of that stuff expires. So that's just the way I've protected myself over all these years. And you know what? I saw something on the news like um, about eight or nine months ago. That You know, what? actually it was around Christmas time, uh, this past Christmas, Christmas 2015 time, where they were saying that gift cards are not as good as you think because people don't use them as soon as they get them. They want to save them for certain situations and they end up losing them. Yep. And once they lose them, now that money and that cash is gone or the company goes out of business or something like right. that. And actually, I had that happen. I lost my wallet in March, and I had a $45 Target card, and I was sick because I had just put that card in my wallet, and I lost that wallet. So whoever found it, they got $45 in Target. from Target. There you go. Yeah. I shut all my credit cards down, so they didn't get that, but they walked away with my damn $45 gift card. And they got five Mosimo t-shirts, V-necks. <laughs> Straight up. So anyway, I got, I got my $25 gift card back, and now I know the rules, but... I brought, you know what? I brought all up to I brought all that up to say do not be afraid to fight for whatever you're asking for, especially when you've been loyal to some company for some amount of time. They sit millions of dollars aside for people like you who feel like they should be entitled to whatever the situation is. I don't care if it's cable, I don't care whatever it is. You tell them, "Yo, I've been a loyal customer." And they will try to accommodate you. But for the people who don't make a... Well, you don't have to make a scene. So I don't want to say that. For the people who don't complain or don't talk to the customer retention group, they're just going to let you pay whatever the price is. So yep. if you got a cable you got a cable deal and it's $49.99 for the first year. And after that first year, if you're cool with paying $150 after that, they will let you pay that. But if you've been with them for a couple of years and you're like, yo... You bringing new customers in who don't know you, never gave you a dime, and you're giving them a deal for $50. I've been here for three years. Give me a deal. They'll say, you know what, sir? You're right. I'm going to give you that deal because that's what they're there for. Yeah, so. and that's, that's what the retention. Again, there is no such thing as a cancellation department. They only have retention departments. These people's exactly. jobs is to retain your, your service at all costs. And then if you finally just don't want nothing, then they'll go ahead and cancel you. But their first priority is to try to keep you. Um, if you if you ever noticed, whenever you, by the way, I said cancellation department because I was talking hard. I knew it was a retention group. Yep. 
if you ever notice, anytime you try to stop or cancel anything, notice how they pull out all the stops. They send you to a group that's asking you to stay. They're going to offer you. And by the way, the first offer is going to be light work, by the way. They're going to offer you a month or something, or they're going to offer you two months or something. And you tell them, yo, nah, that's, that's, not, that's not doing it. Saving me $50 is not it because I used to pay 50 and now I pay 150 You need to save me like $1,000 over the course of the year and they will give you that that incoming deal that deal that they're giving the entry-level customer or the yeah. new customers yeah and also <laughs> like even when they say like uh you buy you buy like an app or something or you make an in-game purchase like on a, on your iphone and they say there's no refunds that's not true um especially like all you have to say not all you have to say but this happened to me my kid made a whole bunch of in-app pur- purchases I just start getting like I got like fifteen emails like back to back one day. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is this? And and it was just like these little purchases. It was all these little in game purchases, and like hundred fifty dollars or something. Called Apple. Ew. Called Apple up. And uh, without question, I mean, I told him like, hey, look, my kid did this. I said this purchase and this purchase is mine. This is legit. I'm cool with that purchase, but all these other little purchases. That ain't that's not that's not mine, you know. I need to be refunded for that, and they did it right. And they probably look at your history, yeah. Because if you made a bunch of those purchases before, they'd be like, Yo, this is what you do. I don't know about right. that. Well, but yeah, if it looked abnormal, exactly, it's like, Yo, you never make $150 worth of purchases. Why would you do it? Now? Or even if I did, again, I admitted to the types of purchases that I would make, you know, the games that I play, but I was like, This isn't the game that I play. You know, this is my kid that did this. You know, can you help me out? And, you know, like you said, they look at your history and they'd be like, cool, you know, we'll go ahead and work it out this time. So, right. so don't, don't be afraid. You don't necessarily have to accept that shit every time. Yeah, because you know what? You know what's going to happen? If you don't talk about it, you're going to be the one paying it. You're going to be the idiot that's paying that money because they don't mind letting you pay. Right. But they sit money aside for people who feel like, I've been here too long. I shouldn't have to pay this. Because if they can give you $50, an entry-level deal or a new customer deal, that's what it's worth. It's at least worth the $50. They wouldn't give you a price that's going to have them in the hole. You know what I'm saying? Right. Sure, they want the $150 from everybody. But, I mean, it's like that, that, uh, that MSRP price. Nobody really pays that price. Right. That's the price that's like, that price is crazy. If somebody's willing to pay that, we're really going to be making bank, but we're not going to make people pay that price. So um, whatever service that you're getting, I mean, obviously, other than electricity, I mean, they're they're pretty much set in stone. But anybody that's often use, offering you some type of entry level uh, deal or new customer deal, go fight for that new customer deal after that time frame is up yeah. and let the suckers pay the uh, that other money. You know what I'm saying? That that inflated price let them other suckers pay that don't be the sucker <laughs> speaking of suckers so <laughs> we have um there was this classmate we had he was actually a neighbor of mine he lived right next door to me and okay <laughs> <laughs> I've been ignoring everything else, but um, <laughs> that was that was a little crazy. So we we're just gonna give them. 
That's them Pyrus. I hope I hope uh game didn't find me meek McMill running up uh running around there somewhere. <laughs> It was a couple sirens going by. Again, we don't have a studio, people. Um, I'm in my garage, and if some shit pop off, police are going to come, and I can't stop the noise. (laughs) I guess I can cut it out, though. No, Because I wasn't talking. I could have cut it. I could have made it silent. We're going to leave it in. It's okay. (laughs) Dog, stop telling my business, man. (laughs) Like, I was going to cut that out like nothing happened. We'll leave it in there. It's it's all good. So, So, anyway... We have a guy. There's a guy. My alibi is the podcast, so I ain't hurt nobody. <laughs> I want all y'all to vouch for me, yo. There's this guy who lives next door. I haven't talked to him. He was kind of an asshole. His family was, too. And um, hmm. there's another story I could have spun off on, but I'm just going to keep that to myself. But and I could spin off on one, too, because we almost <laughs> fought in seventh grade, but go ahead. So, basically, so you know he's an asshole. I'm not lying, right? Yeah, he's he's a dick, but uh, keep it moving. <laughs> so I, I normally don't pay attention to a lot of stuff, but uh, on on Facebook and <laughs> people always are posting up stuff, and he probably posted up stuff before, and I just kind of ignore it. I don't even know why we're friends on there, but we are. But I, I on my timeline, this picture of this, uh, I, I thought it was a like a, a woman dressed up as like a witch for Halloween, like kind of just showing off her her. Uh, her new costume. Okay. But this woman ended up being his baby's mama. His baby okay. mama. Okay. But he posted his baby mama. He proud, bro. He proud. Uh, show your baby mama. He wasn't. Yo, you got a baby mama. Show her <laughs> off. Let people know. Because you chose her. Yeah, he he did choose her. And um, apparently he he's not happy with his decision. He was, <laughs> he was on there complaining. And it, okay, it says... Uh, and I quote, many definitions of a bum-ass bitch. Here's one of them. And he has the pointing down emojis, and it has his baby mama. And Yo, that's crazy. She looks a mess. I mean, I agree with him. I mean, I, <laughs> she does look like a bum-ass, but it is his baby mama. I mean, like, why is he putting her on blast? <laughs> somebody, asks, somebody asks, who is she? And he goes, my baby mama. And she just goes, oh. And, <laughs> and other people start jumping in like, oh, poor babies. And, you know, man, you you uh, we got you back. And all this. No, stuff. they don't. Yeah, they, they start they backing lying. them in this. Right. They lying. They ain't got your back. There ain't nothing they can do about your baby mama choice. Bro, you you chose. He's talking about you picked her. To my all she do is cause my kids pain. She's a bum that needs to be bro. In the gutter bro, with her kids ass. with an S. Yeah, kids. And he said she's a so bum. she she's she a needs, she's a bum she, bitch. She needs to be in a her nasty, with ass, her nasty ass. But he he got multiples by her. He smashed this bum ass nasty bitch raw at least twice. At least twice. Cause they're not twins, right? So, how does that work exactly? Smart move, bro. Smart move. Yo, I'm going to tell you how this works. It's not just men that do this. Women do this, too. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Women do this, too. And I thought that women did it the most, but I see a lot more men coming out since social media is a thing now. They feel like they have the platform. I think think women do a little more. but they do. Women women do do it more. Women definitely do it more. Both do it a lot. But they both do it a lot. Yeah. Uh, 
if you choose a person to be with, first of all, after about 18, no, after about 21, everybody that you're screwing, you have to know their potential to be your child's parent. Like when you when you're 16, if you're screwing that early, if you're 16 to 21, and you should be, you're just trying to go for everything you can get, right? And if you're 16, you should be screwing. Go ahead. You probably shouldn't, definitely, but it happens. Should. So let's talk about real. Let's talk are. about the reality. You're trying. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. So you're going for anything you can get. You're just trying to get it, right? But once you hit 21, 22, at that point. You should realize that everybody that you're screwing has the potential to be your child's parent. Yep. So with that in mind, you shouldn't be screwing anything that you don't want to have a baby by. That's just right off the top. All right. So maybe he had these babies with her prior to being 21. So he still fits in the class of uh, teenagers who just screwing to get what they can get. Mm, Kids are pretty. They're pretty young. Okay. Oh, the kids are pretty young? Yeah, they're, they're very young. They're, okay, they're so he passed the time frame. So at that point, once you reach that point, you chose her, dog. Whoever you are, you chose her. And by the way, chicks, you chose him. So when he had five babies by three or four or five different women, and you saw that he never had his kids with him, and you decided to be with him, and you started taking up for him, talking about his baby mamas ain't shit, and they always causing trouble you should have caught the signs you you had an opportunity you had something to see you had history to see and you allowed it to repeat itself and you got pregnant so don't start down talking and downplaying that man and this guy don't do it and this guy was because we don't want to hear that shit we don't want to hear it we don't want to hear it on social media we don't your sob story don't matter i'm not cheering for you i'm not praying for you i'm not hoping for you you chose him. And this guy, I don't this care. guy is a grown ass man, you know, so he was at least 30 when he's when he started having kids with this chick. I mean, so shout out to him for waiting till he was 30. Right. Because well, that's just for this maybe chick. he wanted to make himself that's just this chick. more, <laughs> you know, I okay. don't know what else he got. going. Well, on. I don't know about. Well, shout out to him for waiting till he was 30 with this chick. I don't know how many kids a man got, but shout out to him for waiting. Man, I'm not Look, this guy well, look, look, by by the time you thirty, you should know everything that you stick your thing into, everything that you put in your eggplant in, you can possibly have a baby with. But that's what I'm so saying. So if you taking bum like, bitches from wherever you at, you gotta know they can be your child's that's what I'm mother. Saying. He's someday. making poor decisions with his dick at the age of thirty. That I can't I can't I can't go with him on that. He should, like you said, he should have known, but apparently he didn't. And now he's on social media <laughs> telling, talking about how this, 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 I mean, this wretched looking woman, you know, that was a bad decision, first of all. Yeah. Like you can't, you know what shoot, I'm more concerned with though? Anybody's club up. Right. You know what I'm more concerned with though? What? Like, I don't, I don't mind. Well, I do mind, but I can ignore him ranting and being mad at his baby mama because I don't give a shit. But the people who are commenting that's trying to be on his side, look, look, yo, homie chose. 
I don't want to hear his sob story. But yo, don't be taking up for him. Don't be trying to help him out and talk about man. I I hope I hope things get better between you and her. No, dog. He chose that. That was his choice. He chose that. He knew exactly. He knew she was a bum bitch. That's why he screwed her because it was easy. Easy, right? And he he went and raw dog there on top of that. I mean, I just (laughs) yo. No, I don't feel sorry for homie. And I don't feel sorry for none of these women either. You chose him. Like let's let, let let's take a let's take a famous situation, a famous scenario. Let's take Sierra and Future, right? Right. Future has children. Multiple children. Sierra gets with Future. I don't know what the relationship was between him and his other children and his children's mothers, but Sierra knew because she was right in the mix. And she goes have a baby bomb. And now she doesn't understand why their relationship is strained. Well, you know what? If you would have took the evidence that you had and looked at the information you had in front of you, you probably wouldn't have had a baby bomb if you would have paid attention to the treatment that he was giving his other children's mothers and how he was treating his other kids. Because I'm pretty sure he's not just treating you bad. Because you're famous. If anything, he would treat you the best out of the bunch. Right. Because you're in a public eye and you can you can publicly, you have a platform to shit on him. These other women, they're probably regular women and they can't say anything about him. But you can get out there and publicly, you know, defame him. So if he's treating them bad and he treats you like you got to know that is an opportunity, man. You got to know. I don't know. I don't feel sorry. I don't feel sorry for these people who see the people that they're with and they choose to go for it. Anyway. Right. And when you when when you when, when it goes all bad, I don't want to hear you crying on social media, bro. You got some lemons. You chose to make lemonade out of them and you found out that the lemons were spoiled or sour or molded. I don't want to hear it on social media because you saw the mold before you made the lemonade. You saw it. So, anyway, <laughs> I'm done with that. Oh, man. Crying on social media and shit. Like, look at this bum, dirty ass bitch. No, you chose her, bro. He sure did. Uh, what the? F- Can you hear that? <laughs> uh, yeah, I heard like a little ding. What is that? That's, that's my computer is just refusing to uh, be nice. Yo, you chose that computer. I ain't trying to hear your sob story, bro. <laughs> You bought that shit, man. I guess you're right, man. <laughs> <laughs> that goes for everything, dog. Yo. Your piece of shit car breaking down? So what? You bought that car. I didn't, nobody told you to buy that car. You bought it. Should have did more research. <laughs> so your neon breaking down? That's your... You bought a neon. You, bought you know it, what yeah. Plymouth was about. You knew what it was about. You knew what Dodge Plymouth was about. <laughs> Like, look, your bitch chose me. You know the rules of the game. <laughs> oh, dog. Man. That's hilarious. But, yeah. Oh, man. Yo, listeners, I missed you guys, man. You know what? This week is starting to be too long. Mm, it's kind of starting to be too long because I want to talk more. I want to be more in tune. I wish y'all would start writing back and, like, interfacing because I think we'll have a good time. Straight up. But uh, I do have a life. So too. you want, what you want so, listeners to be in your DMs? Nah, well, not my DM. I don't. 
I don't really have DMs. Well, I guess we have a Twitter account. They could be in our DMs, but anyway, I wish they would interact more. You know what I'm saying? Because I think it'll be fun. We'll have a good time. That could be in my DMs. But That's at the same cool. time, uh, so I'll be ready. I'll be ready for the podcast. Dog. I'll be ready to get on here and just start start talking, dog. I'll, I'll be ready because I know they want to hear it. Right. I know they want to hear right. it. Because. <laughs> We telling you stuff that maybe you know, maybe you don't know, maybe you heard, maybe you didn't hear, maybe you're unsure about, and we go ahead and confirm it for you. So, no doubt. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, that's all I got. I, I went on my soapbox about um, baby mama and baby daddy drama, and these uh, chicks out here down in these guys that they knew was bums anyway, and these guys that knew that the chick that they chose was, you know, mud rats and fuck boys, you know. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, <clears throat> now that that's over, I do, uh, I do have, I do have a, uh, another, uh, research project going on for fuck boys. So stay tuned for that. Nice. <laughs> Shout out to that. Cause we need to understand who these people are and I need to make sure I stay far away from whatever the activity that they entertain. I don't want to be in that ever. And I got to train my kids. Yo, so Chris Rock said that your only job as a father is to keep your daughter off the pole. Yep. Your only job as a father for your young man that you're trying to raise is to keep him from being a fuck boy. Yeah. Do not raise one of those. And it's too many of them out there. It's actually really easy to do. So it takes work not to raise a fuck boy. So. And also, you, um, this project could be important. And also, you want to keep you also want to keep your kids off a of world star as well. That, that's keep them off a of world yeah, star. Yeah, that's the, you want to add that in now. Like you want to keep them off the pole. You want to keep them from being fuckboys. Oh, keep and them want, off a of world you star. You want them okay. not to end up on world star. Right. You don't want them to be the entertainment on exactly. world star. I thought you were saying you don't even want them to look at no, it. No, they can look at it, but you just don't want them to be on there. You kind of don't want them looking at it either because it sucks you in. It just takes a lot of time. Like, I found myself on Worlds. This was years ago. Like, I stopped going to Worldstar. I've seen, like, Worldstar videos, like, on like on social media that people have reposted. But I've, I haven't went to the actual website since, like, 2011 or, no, 2012 or something. I forget how long it's been out, but basically when I found out about it and I start seeing my time go down the drain, you look at one video and you look at another video, which takes you to another video. And next thing you know, it's been two and a half hours. You looking at stupid shit on Worldstar. So I just stopped going. I've been there. I'll yeah, still be so there. Watch out for that. <laughs> so maybe it was 2000. So no, it was before 2012. Cause so it was at least 2010, 2011. And when I found out about it and I started looking at it and I started losing time, losing my life. You ever you ever been like, yo, I lost five hours today. I don't know where it went. Um, it went to Worldstar. <laughs> and um, <laughs> so World I don't Star, go there no Worldstar owns your hours. It owns your life. Right. It owns your Exactly. Soul. No, it's like it's like those uh, those aliens, you know, pick you up in a UFO and you knew that you were around at 1 p.m. Right. And all of a sudden, it's like 6 p.m., so you lost time and you don't know why. It's, it's kind of like right. that. That's what World Star is. So, you need to watch out for that. Stay away from World Star. Stay away. <laughs> all right, so we, we wrapping it? We good? Yeah, we good, man. All right, man. So, you know what it is. You know what you're listening to. 
Corporate Streets. And you know how we do this. You can be listening to anyone in the world, but you listen to us. And we appreciate that. And you could be listening to the radio. And you probably do listen to the radio. But I would advise you to slow down on that radio listening, man. Because it's the same stuff over and over again. And you going to complain to your friends, talking about how you tired of the radio, playing the same music. That's your fault. I don't want to hear your complaining about that. You could turn on the Corporate Streets podcast. You could turn on the Corporate Streets Powercast. You can enrich your mind. You have a brain. It's the most important tool that you have. You need to use it. You need to stimulate it. You know what I'm saying? We have the food for thought here. So get your fork, get your knife, get your spoon, your bowl, your plate. Come eat with us. You know what I'm saying? Jaren and I also have another Corporate Streets production. It's called the Corporate Streets Powercast. It's us going over the book, The 48 Laws of Power, written by Robert Greene. We read it, we ingest it, and we give our interpretation of the book and show you how you can apply it in your life. We might talk about um, how stars have applied it in their lives or people that we see, or we might even talk about situations, how we've applied it in our lives. So it's an interesting book to us. The Power Cast is dope. Go check for it. We drop it every Friday. If you want to talk to us about people down talking their baby mamas and baby daddies, feel free. Or you want to talk about the greatest rap beefs, or you want to talk about how you received the worst customer service and how you handled it, you can hit us up. Drop us a line at thecorporatestreets at gmail.com. That's thecorporatestreets at gmail.com. That streets is with a Z. If you need help handling the situation, drop us a line. We are the advice connoisseurs. You can rate, comment, and subscribe on SoundCloud and iTunes. By the way, we advise that you rate, comment, and subscribe. We want to know how we're doing. It could be good. It could be bad feedback. We just want feedback because we want to provide the best possible you know, podcast for you guys, man. We just want to give y'all the best that we have. We also have a Facebook page, the Corporate Streets uh, Podcast. <clears throat> we also have a Twitter handle, at Corp Streets. You know what you're listening to? This is the Corporate Streets Podcast. This is the podcast for people who complain about their meth head baby mama. But dog, you married that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear your sob story, bro. You chose, man. You shot your shot and you made it. <laughs> Challenge yourself. Stop shooting them layups, man. Like, shoot a three for a change. Stop going for the easy you, you stuff, man. There, Challenge man. yourself. You rock dog there a couple Yo. times. Dog, stop going for the layup, dog. Shoot a three pointer. Maybe you'll get something that's worth something, dog. Get three points instead of that, instead of the two. <laughs> All right, peace. We out of here.